You are listening to the TTP, Tatani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. We are here in Sefer Bamidbar, a double whammy, a double Parsha, that of Chukas and Balak, two interesting Parshios, of course, Chukas, we're going to deal with in a minute, about the idea of the Chok. And of course, in Balak, talking about the idea of someone goes out, someone tries to go on a certain way, but Hashem doesn't always let them. They, we do say, That's usually for good. And sometimes Hashem will let you go and, and sin on your own way. We should never know from such things. But obviously, Balak wanted to send Bilam, the sorcerer, quote unquote, because the non Jews wanted to have a prophet, a non Jewish prophet, so that they couldn't be blamed because they didn't have someone in their midst. The Jews had Moshe. We didn't have anyone, of course, they had Bilaam. He wanted to go three times. Hashem tried. Hashem was telling him, you can't do this, you can't do this, and Bilaam was only able to say what Hashem puts in his mouth. And at the end of the day, a donkey even had to try to stop him, and he hits the donkey, which makes no sense, because whoever had a, heard of a donkey talking to a person? And in the end, he goes, and Hashem only lets him bless the people. Sometimes things, like this story in Balak and Bilaam, is not really understandable. Sometimes we don't really understand things in life, events in life, and things that happen, especially tragic things. We should never know from such things, whether it's darkness, you know, with things in the world, with forming or not, or, or kids or whatnot, kids that get sick, we should never know from such things, or people, or family members that die in their prime before their age, which of course happened with my dad and my brother. Things that we really don't understand, we should never know from such things. Sometimes things don't add up. Sometimes things don't mis- make sense to us. And the question is, what do we do with that? How do we go about with that? How do we come to terms with that? And Chukas tells us that that's what it's supposed to be. I talked about this in previous seasons, but always bears repeating. Sometimes things don't add up. Sometimes things don't make sense, and that's perfectly okay. We're allowed to question Hashem. People have a misnomer. You're not allowed to talk back against Hashem. You're not allowed to be angry at Hashem. You're not allowed to talk to Hashem. My wife proved to me many times if Hashem is our loving parent, if Hashem is our loving father, do you ever talk back to your parents? Do you ever argue with your parents? Do you ever disagree with your parents? Hashem is the parent par excellence. Hashem is the ultimate, ultimate parent. So yes, sometimes we're not going to understand things. Hashem does what He wants for our life. He guides us in the way that He decides is best for us. We might not understand, but it might not be easy for us to understand. It might not be easier for us to accept and to bring it into our lives, and that's okay. We can be angry, we could talk to Hashem, and we could even yell at Hashem. We could be venting our frustrations and our emotions to Hashem, and that means that we have a relationship with Hashem. He's listening to us, He can hear us. People have this misnomer, but it's a misnomer. You can talk to Hashem, you can be angry with what happened in your life that Hashem sent your way. It doesn't mean that you should stop talking to Hashem, God forbid, or they should run away from Hashem, God forbid. We have a choice. In life, when we see two directions, when things happen, like for me personally, when my dad was lost, my brother was lost, and other things happen in life that didn't make sense, darkness and tragedies, things that don't make sense, but we have a, a choice. We can either run away, give everything up, God forbid, toss it aside, and go on with our life in a totally different direction, which would be easy. That would actually be an easier method for people. They don't have to grapple with the questions. They don't have to grapple with the solutions. They just run away and tear themselves away from everything Jewish, everything religious, and that's their solution. I can't deal with this. I can't be a part of a religion, a Judaism, a way of life that has such horrible things. I can't do this. The stronger 
it means much more strong solution where you need much more willpower is to stay the course to try to grapple with your questions to try to understand on some tiny level maybe you never really will fully understand why Hashem does things especially when they're things that hurt they're things that feel like Nesyanos things that feel like Yisurin We'll never fully understand that, but that's a much harder course. And it's a much harder course, even more than that, to stay the course and have humor and have a good outlook and to be positive. You know, a lot of times it's difficult for us to deal with things. I know that when my dad passed, I was only nine. When my brother passed, I was older, at 20. When people came to visit at the Shiva, you know, I didn't know how to react. My solution was try to be jovial and upbeat and try to joke with the people because I... My solution, my way of going about it, wasn't fully grasping it or internalizing it, I guess, right away. And everyone goes through their own, everyone has their own grieving process. As an organization told us and explained to us once, everyone goes through grief differently. And you can't fault anyone for the way that they go through their grief. Everyone goes through things differently. Because sometimes in life, we don't have the answers to questions. We don't know the answers to questions. Because sometimes in life, there's just a hulk. There's just a decree. Rav Shneer Zalman of Liadi, and the sources come from Chabad.org, points out when it says that this is a decree, when it says that this is a chok, when it says that this is something in the Torah, the phrase can be understood in two ways. Of course, this is referring to the Paraduma, the penultimate, the ultimate, ultimate chok that makes no sense. It makes one person pure and it makes the other person who purifies the person impure. How do we understand that? Even Shlomo Melech, the wisest of all men, had questions about these things and others because we don't always understand things. The other penultimate question, why do the righteous suffer and the wicked prosper? We'll never know the answer to that. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't get the answer to that. Hashem said, you'll never understand my ways and live. You'll only see the back, my tefillin, whatever that means, in the crevice, in the mountain, when he asks to see Hashem's ways. Sometimes we don't understand things. And this chok, one of the biggest chokes, is the para aduma, the law of the red heifer from this week's parsha. The ultimate decree, the most super rational of all the Torah's precepts, a deeper meaning, is that all of the Torah, in essence, is a divine decree. It's only that with many of the mitzvah, the super-rational divine will comes clothed in garments of reason, but really, in general, nothing makes sense. Does sitzes make sense to us? Yeah, we think it has the 613 because of the eight strings and the and the five knots and the 600 of the gematria, so it adds up to 613, but that's only because a sage pointed it out to us. Why would I think that a four-corner garment needs fringes, needs sitzes, and why do I think that one blue strand will exemplify everything, will exempt everything? You know, Korach... Even though he had a, a very wicked rebellion, he came to Moshe with a question that at the outset seemed a little rational from last week's Parsha. If I have a fully blue garment, why do I need a blue string? Of course you still need the blue string because sometimes things are beyond our understanding. Sometimes things don't make sense to us. Sometimes things are not rational. Sometimes things are not in our common sense and in our common place. The Medrash Rabbah points out, in everything God taught Moshe, he would tell him both the manner of contamination and the manner of purification. When Hashem comes to the laws concerning one who comes into contact with a dead body, which he used the paraduma to, to purify them, Hashem is asked by Moshe, Master of the universe, if one is thus contaminated, how may he be purified? God didn't answer him. At that moment, the face of Moshe turned pale. Then Medrash Rabbah points out when Hashem came to the section of the paraduma, he says to Moshe, This is the manner of purification. Moshe says to Hashem, Master of the universe, this is a purification? One person gets pure, but the other one gets impure? How does that make any sense? <clears throat> Moshe 
was answered by Hashem. Hashem says, Moshe, it is a chok. It is a decree that I have decreed and no creature can fully comprehend my decrees. In reference to what? Did King Shlomo say, <coughs> excuse me, from Kohelis, I thought to be wise to it, but it is distant from me. He said, all of the Torah's commandments I have comprehended. And again, this is not a statement any of us can ever say because do we ever fully comprehend so much of the Torah to let alone say so much of the Torah except for one thing. But there's Shlomo Melch talking. But the chapter of the Para Aduma, though I have examined it, I have questioned it, and I have searched it out, I thought to be wise to it, but it is distant from me. It is distant to me. I can't even understand it. I can't fathom it. The wisest of all men, Shlomo Malach doesn't understand it. Because sometimes in life, oftentimes in life, we will not understand. We will not gain a deeper understanding. We will not gain the deeper relevance or the deeper aspect to many things in life, especially difficult things, especially sad things and tragic things, especially loss or darkness that happens in our lives or other lives, things that don't make sense. But he was just a baby, Lo'olenu. He was just a little kid, Lo'olenu, but he had so much life ahead of him. He was only 40, 44, 50. He had so much left to contribute. He was a pillar of the community. Why would Hashem take him? Sometimes, or her, we should never know from such things, sometimes things will never make sense to us. Sometimes we don't know the rationale. Maybe we could try to make ourselves feel better. You know, the baby came into the world for five days just because the previous soul that it was in, the idea of a Gilgal, that it had to rectify five days of the previous soul's mistakes, so it only came for five days. But that really doesn't help the bereaved parent. It really doesn't help the bereaved spouse really doesn't help the other people. And unless you're in their shoes, and you should never be in their shoes, you never really fully fathom or understand. That's why Pirkei says, don't try to console someone when the dead is right in front of them. Don't try to question them when they make a vow, and don't try to work on their anger when they're in a majorly anger moment. It's all about timing and placement. Know your role and know your time and know your place. Sometimes things don't make sense. Sometimes things are beyond our understanding, and we have to accept that. We have to be okay with that. Parshas Chukas teaches us, and the episode of Bilam also kind of teaches us that it doesn't make sense why Hashem would let him go, but then you see that Hashem makes him, makes him bless them. But I don't want blessings from a bad guy. I'd rather have you know, blessings from a good guy. Sometimes things are out of control, out of our control. It's controlled by Hashem. Hashem is leading the strings. Hashem is directing us where He wants us to go. It's not up to us. It's not in our hands. It's not in our capability to fully comprehend or to fully co- come to an understanding or appreciation. It's really beyond our understanding. Sometimes, many times, things in life, you know, there's so many aspects of life, the Holocaust, the Inquisition, we should never know from such things, the rise to power of Yamach Shemo. These are things that really can't be understood on any level. Some people try to bring a tiny rationale, you know, after the Holocaust came, the birth of the modern state of Israel. But tell that to a survivor. Tell that to people who went through the war. It's not consolation at any level, so it's better not to even mention that to begin with. Because sometimes such tragic things, such terrible things, such difficult things, you can't rationalize it. You can't analyze it. You can't give an explanation for it. You can't give any rational basis for it. And that has to be okay. That's what Chukas teaches us. 
and the Parsha of Balak, you know, people come at us, Hashem is the one that guides us, Hashem is the one that protects us. And ultimately, Bilaam did succeed because he gave very bad, un- unfortunately good advice to the non-Jews, or bad advice for us. You know, he sent the woman after the Jewish people and they got them to bow down and very bad things. You know, sometimes we won't understand things, sometimes we can't understand things, and that's the whole idea of a Hulk. Hashem is in control. We are not in control. Hashem directs the path and Hashem guides the path and you have to be okay with that. You have to come to terms with that. It's easy to run away after tragedy, after distress, after your sorrow and after sorrows. We should never know from such things. It would be so easy. You know, all these shows that feature the unorthodox and this and that, they ran away and it's so fascinating that they ran away. That's the easy thing to do. The harder thing to do, in my opinion, is to stay the course to deal with the difficult questions, to deal with the difficult situations, and to work on the imun and the bitachon, to work on your yahadut, and to work on your love for Hashem, and your reverence for Hashem. That's a much harder thing to do. But sometimes in life there will be difficult situations, unfortunately, even good situations. That happens to many people. Why doesn't it happen to me? He's a millionaire, I can barely make a living, my bank account is always negative. Why do I make so little? I try so hard, I have such cool ideas. Personally, and for other people, why? I won't understand, I can't understand. This is my topic in life. This is my thing in life. Sometimes we won't understand. Sometimes we can't understand, and that's okay. I don't know why my friend makes a gazillion dollars and I make what I make. Maybe his marriage looks different. Maybe his life looks different. I'm very happy. I have the best wife and the best kids, and I get to spend time with them. I get to be fully involved in their life. My job allows me to be home by 4, 4, 15, 4, 30. What a machaya. What a blessing. What a bracha. Many people are stuck at work. I don't know if they want to be at work or whatever, but some are stuck at work till 8, 9, 10 p.m. That's their life. That's their choice. I have a side job, which is, you know, from my phone, remote, which is a wonderful thing. But, you know, sometimes things and aspects don't make sense. We try to give so much and cook for people and do for things, and I don't have the answers, and I won't have the answers sometimes. Sometimes I just don't know, and sometimes it's beyond my understanding, not just tragedies and losses, which unfortunately I'm all too familiar with, starting from 9 and 20 and beyond. But sometimes, even with good things in life, why certain people are rewarded and some people are not. That guy is such a bad guy, but he makes so much money. He's so prosperous. Look, everything he does turns to gold. Why is that? Again, I don't have the answers. I don't have the solutions. I don't have the comprehension. It is beyond my understanding. And oftentimes, things in our life are beyond our understanding. And that's what we have to understand. That's what we have to accept. That's what we have to take. Sometimes some things are just going to happen because Hashem makes it, Hashem wants it, Hashem wills it, and that's okay. Hashem will decide things, Hashem will create things, and Hashem will make things. And He will give you exactly what He wants you to have, exactly what He needs you to have. The exact spouse, the exact kids, the exact job, and the exact house. I do believe that you could put your your lut to make a better life for yourself, to make a wonderful life for yourself, but that's what happens in life. A chok teaches us from chukas and balak, especially from the para aduma. Some things don't make sense to us. It makes sense to Hashem, and that's all that matters, because even though it's beyond our understanding, it is perfectly understandable and acceptable that it is beyond our understanding in this limited life. This has been the TTP, Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha of the week with some practical lessons to keep. Join us next time here on the TTP, same time, same place, and I'm your host, Tani.